Hello and welcome to Gag of the Millennial. Where we talk about pop culture, current events, and spill the hot Darjeeling right into your lap. <laughs> Scoldy moldy. <laughs> After <laughs> hospital. <laughs> uh, we love first degree burn jokes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we thought we would cover a topic that we are so, so excited about, and you guys will absolutely love it, and that is body modification, piercings, gender rape, our experience with them all, because um, you had, you've had piercings a lot I've had many body modifications, um, um, and not just piercings, like they go into cosmetic modifications, yep. but we'll talk a little bit about that later. And also we want to touch on like discrimination and things that we've had, and like just, just everything body mod, and we're so the excited for this associated with it. Yeah, lots of cocaine. Um, so. <laughs> Let's start from the very beginning. When did you first start getting into modification? What were some of your first ever things you got? And like, did it stem from anything or was it just, you know? I'm not entirely sure how I kind of got into the whole scene in the first place, but when I was in high school, so I must have been in between sort of 12, 13, I had a very good friend who was like obsessed with all things Japanese. My friend was really, really into like visual K and visual Kai art bands. Yeah. And so that's how like I got into like colorful hairstyles, dressing kind of gothy alternative. And then naturally that progressed into piercings. So that was kind of when I first really started thinking about body modification, probably quite a sort of like vanilla term in terms yeah. of like bleaching your hair or dyeing your hair or, or wearing makeup, like those sorts of modifications from like a young teenage point of view. But I got my first piercing and I wanted this for ages, uh -huh. for absolutely ages. When I was 15, 16, well, when I was 15, I really wanted it. So I finally got it done when I was 16. I just turned 16. We got it done on my friend's 16th birthday. We both went and got our middle central- Librette piercings. Librette, or except Librette. we both got them with rings. But if you notice- Oh, you shouldn't really, get them with a ring. Mine's really far down as well, can you see? Yeah, you must have quite a large ring to fit all that in. Exactly. Yeah. I got it done with a 1.6 ring and I think the ring was something ridiculous like 16 millimeter diameter. Are you like, joking? Huge. That's huge. mental. And it was a BCR, a ball closure ring. So it had like a massive ball on it as well. Um, and obviously I couldn't change it, couldn't do anything for months. Wasn't very painful, took a little while to heal though. Cause I, I was like 16 and didn't pay attention to like properly healing and stuff. So that wasn't Not great to me. Absolutely. So what was your first ever experience with piercings? How so did you get into it? I was always very enamored with it. Is that the right word, enamored? Is that yes. right? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm a clever bish. Mm -hmm. um, so I was always obsessed because, so my parents, my mum and my dad, both were very heavily tattooed. Oh, really? Um, my dad had like massive tattoos all over his back. His whole back was covered in like one of those like, Japanese dragons. Oh, yeah. Is it Chinese? I'm not sure what it is. But had a massive dragon was back with some like naked girls triggered. And he had like tattoos all over his arms. And my mum was the same. She had tattoos all over her arms and her legs and her stomach and everything. So, you know, you get that kind of stuff on your parents. Yes. You know, you do pick up on stuff they've got. So I did like that. And then when my sister was about 10, she started getting like earrings and her ears and stuff quite a lot. She had them for a couple of years and I was watching her getting like one up her ear and then she'll get another helix and then she'll get another helix and all of a sudden she had like 12 all okay, in her ears. Now this right. is back when like piercing guns were like the normality. Yeah. So she was getting guns all in her ear. Now thinking back, I'm like, that is horrendous. But she had so many in her ears. I think with all that influence, it kind of just got into me a little bit. Yes. So when I was five years old, it was five or six, I don't remember the exact um, Ooh, that's age. Young, I know. It? I was like, mum, can I get my ear pierced? And oh. she was like, of course. Off like, to Claire's oh. accessories. No, 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 it was not Claire's at least. Oh. Um, there was a tattoo studio that was just above our um, road. So we went in there with a gun, sadly, but again, this is like the early nineties. So it was kind of normal mm. um, to use guns for stuff. So they did my left ear. 
and it was just like a little stud for a while. My grandmother hated it. Oh, she was really? so angry with my mum for doing that. But obviously Ooh. it wasn't up to her, but yes, she, yes. she hated it. So when I uh, took it out when I was 12, I want to say, had it for a long time. And when I went to high school, I was getting bullied. So oh, I took it out because yeah. it was like an extra thing that was bringing attention yeah, to me. Yeah, of course. So Thank goodness it. you didn't get the other ear done yeah, because of that rhyme that's triggering and unacceptable. Isn't it, what's the rhyme? Right ear, right queer. Oh, I didn't know that. And that was something that um, it used to be like, oh, you're a gay boy if you get the right ear done. And it's like, actually, so, do you know what does make you a gay boy? Repeatedly dating members of the same sex. That's it. <laughs> so Nothing else. The funny thing is, I actually did a video like about a year ago about this is the gay ear and of oh, course yeah, about yeah, gay piercings yeah, yeah. and stuff. So, but the funny thing is, it actually varies from where you are. Some oh. countries it's the left one and some countries it's the right one. Well, it just goes so, to show it's all complete nonsense. Yeah, then, exactly. I didn't actually get anything else again until I was 19. I don't know what made me start wanting them really. I, I was just at an age where I could do what I wanted. And I just was like, I'm gonna go get my tongue pierced. I went to the, I went to the piercing dude and I was like, I wanna get my tongue done. And she was like, lift up your tongue. So I lifted up my tongue and she was like, your veins are too big, you can't do it. So she, she actually took me upstairs after looking at my tongue. She was like, I'm just gonna double check. And she put the clamp on me and stuff. And she said, she could do it for you, but it will be at an angle. Yeah. And she said, there's still a risk that you would just bleed and bleed and bleed. So I was like, do you know what? Let's just not do it. Mm. Um, so I went home and I was devastated because I was like, I'm actually really glad I don't have a tongue piercing now because it will mess up my teeth. Yeah. Like, I will be the person that plays with it. I just know I will. So a week later, we went back and I was like, I'm going to get an industrial piercing instead. Oh, right. So Same thing, different area. Yeah. So she did it for me and I absolutely loved it. It was my first ever piercing, um, proper piercing. Like, because I don't count earlobes as piercings. Um, yeah. And this is 2009. So my sister came in with me and she held my hand because I was like bricking it because I was so scared. The bottom bit didn't really hurt too much, but going through the top really so was really hurt painful. Like, which one is this one? Uh, like so like that way? Yeah, it's okay. like scaffolding rust. It's yeah. from the bottom so diagonal the across. Yep, upwards. Yeah. But because it was my first ever piercing I had, I just didn't know how to really take care of it. Although she told me. This like, is the same thing I had with my lip. Industrial piercings is not one to get when you're first getting piercings. Absolutely it's such not. a bitch to heal. It's so difficult to handle. And it, the bottom half of it went really septic, really bad. Oh, no. So I had to take it out, but I kept the top half. I've still got the top yeah, half now. Yeah. Um, but this bottom bit was like really bad. With that being said, it kind of got into that, oh, I quite enjoyed that. Oh. So my second piercing was a labret piercing. Yes, um, yes. So I see you do also don't have yours in no, anymore. So I got it done about, I'd say like, three, four weeks later, wasn't that oh, long? Really? Yeah, it wasn't that long afterwards, because wow. already I was like, I had the hook. Yeah, yeah. I have an incredibly addictive personality. It was like a month later, I went to go get my lip pierced and I got that done. It was ever slightly off center, which oh, really no. bugged me. Oh my gosh. And I have mine quite low down as well. It's not yeah. like a natural, you know, it's probably like librette in the middle, but I was really dumb. And I left the long bar in for ages, even though I shouldn't have. Because when, when with, with those kind of piercings, there's a tendency that it can rub against the gum. I should have changed it like in, yeah. in, the, in the early stages, but I left it in. And for ages and ages and ages, um, it just, I could start to feel like this part of my lip, like the inside was like sensitive. Oh, no. And my gum on the inside was starting to get sensitive. So I noticed after a while that it made my front of my gum recede a little bit. Oh no. So I was like, do you know what? It's not worth it. I mean, I had other piercings in this time, so I was like, I wasn't too sad about getting rid of it. So I took this one out, let it out. Um, and I still can put it through now. It's still not really? yeah, it's still not closed over, and it's been nine years. As much as I'd love to talk about each individual piercing we've had, but people yeah, really, really, really I just really thought that these were like important. Yeah, ones. yeah, yeah. Our first ones, because like I've obviously had well, I've got 29 now, but I've had like 35 in my entire time. So yeah. there's there's a few piercings that I've had that have been very funny in the life and things that have happened. Like when I got my because I the industrial I had done, the second that I got it done again like a year later, because mm -hmm. I was like 
so adamant that I was going to get it. Some yeah. little funny stories between it. And like, they, the person did it way too close, like inside the ear on the bottom half. Yes, and my I ear like this. ate over the bar. And I had to like rip it out of my ear, which was absolutely horrendous. I had like a massive scar down the side of the ear. I remember just waking up one morning and it had grown over and my heart like stopped. And I was like devastated. Cause like, this is the second time I had my industrial pierce and I really wanted it done so badly again. Um, I've still actually got the two piercings in my ear. There are some that just don't work. Yeah, and for me now, like I know that industrial piercings aren't gonna be one that I will ever be able to get. I used to have my wrist pierced, which I absolutely loved. I had surface piercings there, and I recently obviously did a video talking about it. And I loved them so much, but and they were ones that like used to freak people out. Yeah. Like I would literally, oh, you had your, oh, your hand webbing I done. had my hand webbing done between my thumb and my forefinger on my right hand. And I used to have like a white gem that would sparkle and people would be like, gem. what gem? <laughs> They'd be like, what is that? And I was like, yeah. oh, it's my hand piercing. I only had it in for about a month because it was so in the way, yeah. couldn't yeah. heal, nothing could happen. Yeah. But I loved that. That's the thing, like people used to see my wrist piercings and literally be like, what on earth is that on your arm? Because obviously I worked in Summerfield at the time. They, oh, were, they, were, yeah. they were cool with me having piercings. That's quite cool. Customers would always see my wrists and be like, what the hell is that? They were always so insane. I remember kids would always be like, Mum, what's that? Because obviously they were like bright silver balls. They weren't yeah. just like flat things. So like people would always comment that. I used to like the, the reaction I used to get from people. Talking about kids that actually point something out, I have a little memory like that as mm -hmm. well. So I used to work in like a body piercing, t uh, not tattoo shop, body piercing and body jewelry shop. I used to have my, are these called angel bites? Angel bites I used to have angel sides, yeah. bites, I used to have the librette piercing, and I had my septum done all at the same time. They all had spikes on, uh, aside having my like ears stretched and stuff. And I remember this kid looking at me, whilst I was working in the shop, mind, and saying, Mum, does that person leave the house looking like that? And I was like, <laughs> kids are stupid. What are you even doing in here? You're under 16, get out. But it was like, I'm at work. I don't live in this shop. You What's do. wrong with you? Even now, if I go on the, just anywhere I go, kids will just gawp at me. And I know I have a lot now compared to what it was back then. I don't get angry or get pissed off as such, but it makes me feel uncomfortable sometimes. Oh, kids yeah. are just like staring. Um, and cause like, they just say what they think. Kids have no filter. Yeah. Mum, what's that? Mum, yeah. why does he look like that? <gasps> Mum, look at his face. Like it's that kind of stuff all the yeah. time. And I'm like, I'm Jen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that stuff really It's like, Madame Buffon. Madame Buffon. So like that kind of stuff does annoy me a little bit. One kid called me a monster. Oh! You're a monster. And his mum was like mortified. Good, and I was so like, she should be. oh, am I a monster, am I? And his mum was just like, <gasps> I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I was like, no, 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 it's fine. Now he's dead. Check your receipt. <laughs> <laughs> I may have scanned that 10 times. To shimmy along to a different kind topic around piercing stuff, what are some things that you sort of love and also hate regarding like piercings themselves or the community or anything regarding society? Like what's your opinion on that kind of stuff? There is one story that kind of sticks out that's kind of representative at the time of a lot of people that would come it like into the shop that I used to work at. Yeah. So the shop that, as I mentioned, was a body piercing and body jewellery shop. We sold all sorts of jewellery, but we also sold like high-end silvers and a few gold pieces. There was this one guy who was kind of a bit shifty. He was an older biker guy and he came in. I'd never seen him before. At this point, I'd worked in the shop for about a year, so I must have been just over 18 at this point. He came up to the like desk and was like, just unzipped his pants and got his junk out and popped it on the table in front of me and was like, what size is my Prince Albert? And I was like, oh my <gasps> gosh, that's horrendous. As like this tiny little kind of twinky person with like blue hair and a few piercings and like, I was little and I just turned over 18 and I was like, very like, not really with oh the whole adult gosh. thing. And my manager just stepped in and was like, uh, 
that's unacceptable. You need to leave. People always think, think it's associated with sex or it's a sex thing or like yeah. people that people that have lots of tattoos must be like really fetishes. Well, people, I always get um, when people would ask, because people ask really inappropriate questions yes. when you're modified. They, yes, it's they like do. they don't have a filter, it's weird. So people would always ask me, like, do I have my like penis pierced? Do I have this? And like, just so I would never go up to a random stranger I've never met before and, and be like, like so what's your nipples like? People used to say as well, like, am I into weird stuff? What am I a bit like a fetishy person? And I had one guy literally come up to me in Morrison's one time and say to me, do you know where I can buy magic mushrooms? I thought I'd ask you because you know, and then <laughs> pointed like and pointed at my modifications. And I was like, what? I was like, I don't even do weed, let alone magic mushrooms. That's insane. Like it's it's like crazy and the the, the I don't understand what it is about people that when they see a modified person, it is like they think it's free game. Yeah. Like, I don't understand where that comes from. It's, it's like, I don't, they see you as subhuman. That's yeah. exactly what it is. And they're just like, I get to ask you something because you look like that. It's That's, bizarre. And there's lots of things throughout life that you'll find that in. Me being a trans person, I feel like I have come across that multiple times yeah. because it's like, somehow I am less than human to them. So they don't afford me the respect that they yeah. would to someone else yeah. that they consider as an equal. So kind of on the same line of what we've been talking about, what's your... So I'll, I'll start this off when it comes to discrimination. Yes. Um, so unfortunately in society, modified people are still looked down upon. It's not as bad as it used to be, but I'll admit it has got better. But when it comes to jobs, brand deals, Anything when it comes to like working with kids, certain like certain jobs are very funny yeah. about it. And even just in general, like in public life, being in public, people do look down on you as if yeah. you are, as you said, subhuman. I found, obviously, because I'm a YouTuber, I find being modified in the way that I look stops me from getting a lot of brand deals when other people who have, you know, smaller sizes of me um, will get jobs over me purely based on how I look. And I know to start with, people could say, well, you're just looking in too much, but like this, ha like when it happens, literally, I I've had two brand deals on in my entire time of YouTube when I know full well that people have like, because the community talks. Yes. We talk yeah, to each other. This is work. Companies don't know that like, if they work with someone and we know they're working with all of those all of influencers us. know each other. Yeah, we're, we're all, all in each other's pockets, we're all yep. in each other's group chats, like yep. we are there. And so I know when like other people have been picked over me and I'm like, you've clearly picked this person because they look more, you know, family, family friendly. friendly. And especially when it comes to a lot Not of everything's about families, actually. Yeah, screw them. Um like a lot a lot of the times I get like put down upon compared to others, is when like gay media or gay things want like pretty yeah, boys see, to be like oh, well, I Well, I don't understand stuff. that, but I sort of see what you mean by that. But still, I think that is quite an unacceptable thing because to be a marginalized person mm. is not just your lifestyle. It's like your interests can be marginalized yeah, as yeah, well. For sure. And it's like, you should be able to have the same opportunities as anyone else, yeah. regardless of of the things that you choose to and do. And like, this is the third like pride in a year now where like we've all been contacted by these companies and they've always worked with other people and I've, I've always been the one that gets left out over everyone else. Even though this year I'm like the, the biggest. biggest one. And there's like, there's a couple of people that's like larger than me, but even those would get like picked regardless of me. At this point, it's so evident why I'm oh, not yeah. being chosen. It's yeah. purely yeah. based because I look alternative. Um, and I think it's crazy. And so I, I've never, yeah, I've never had brand deals. I've never um, had any sort of real sponsored work. I don't really get invited to events when everyone else does. I had Disney lie to me that an event had been canceled when it hadn't been canceled. It was a Pirates of the Caribbean screening and I got invited by like, uh, a, like a press people only because I knew them. 
And then like they contacted me after and was like, oh, the event's been cancelled. And my friend was going. Oh, that's so stupid. And he went and had the event and he was like, well, it wasn't cancelled. What are you going on about? That's like, it's, so like that is the stuff that I always have to deal with. And I think it's crazy now, especially because of the size I am on YouTube. Yeah. And my, my numbers and my, you know, you, the people who watch me, they are so interactive. They're yeah. so intense with their stuff. And I absolutely love that. And the funny thing is, what I, what I find bizarre is these companies will work with five influencers and every single one of them will look identical. He's the same. Will have the same audience. Because yeah. the they're all friends as well. Like, And it's like, why would you work with five people who look identical, who have like the same audience when you can work with five different people who have completely different audiences so you'd be able to spread your message and spread Absolutely. your brand with so many different variations of people yet you choose to sit with the same people because we're not family friendly looking. Do you but, think that this is a generational thing? Yes, no it is, it is for sure. And I mean, there are bleed, there are bleed over, there is bleed, oh, bleed into the younger generation. There, there, are, there are still stuck up people. There's always going to be stuck up people, but it's, it's definitely changing. I think it's changing at quite a rapid rate actually, because lots of the influencers of the people that are slightly younger than us, of the generations that love like gen, like the younger Gen Zs that are just becoming influencers mm -hmm. now, they've looked up to people that are heavily tattooed and modified. Whether that's through cosmetic modifications such as like BBLs, Brazilian butt lift, mm -hmm. um, breast augmentation, lip augmentation, which seems to be super in at the moment. Mm -hmm. So all of these things filter down and eventually these like older generations that are unhappy with anything apart from a very stern, stoic image of what they want a worker to look like, eventually they're going to have like a very small pool to choose from because yeah. everyone's going to have something visible that's mm -hmm. different about them. Well, like even, so, uh, I don't know if there was, a, I don't actually know if there's a new law that came in about this. So about the whole Morrison's thing. So about a year after me working there in London, I found out that they had actually already changed the rules where because originally you weren't allowed to have coloured hair, yeah. girls weren't allowed to have nail varnish, well anyone wasn't allowed to have nail varnishes on, no fake nails, you couldn't wear excessive makeup, you couldn't have any piercings at all, and although I broke those rules because I was like not taking them out, but they changed the rules. And so my friend um, works in Tesco as well, which is another supermarket for people who don't know. And when I told her this has happened, she said it's literally happened the exact same time for her as well. And I think there must have been like a rule change about discrimination, about people looking different. Yeah. And I do think things like that are progressing yes, better. Yes, absolutely. But what I do still hate is the fact that um, teachers and people who work with kids can't literally have any modifications at all still. Yeah. And I'm like, that's literally stupid. Kids see, like, I, it all, it's ridiculous to think that a child who's gonna see someone as modified is gonna damage them. Like, that's literally stupid. It's because it used to be looked at as body mutilation, didn't yeah. it? And it, it actually is not mutilation at all. Because body modification has been around since the dawn of time. It's yeah. only since Victorian England that attitudes towards sex, towards um, very gender-heavy or heavily gendered items and um, attitudes towards, like, how you should be when you go to work. Yeah. All of those things kind of stemmed from, like, Victorian England and how intense it was. I, I couldn't imagine looking at someone and being like, you have red hair, therefore I'm not going to work with you. Like, it yeah. just seems crazy. How does me looking like this affect... Your ability. My ability to do anything. I, me looking like this literally does not affect how I work in anything. I but, completely agree. And of course, I'm very, very lucky now because I do work for myself and I am able to look how I like. And yes, I don't get brand deals, but I'm, like, luckily for me, I'm able to support myself in other... Re like, other ways and I don't rely on that but it would be nice to be able to have that opportunity and I know I know you can say to me this is your choice you choose to look like that yes however in a way I don't because it's modifications and piercing and looking the way I look now 
I'm so much more happier because yeah. I can express myself how I want. This is something that I absolutely love. It's my passion, it's my job. You guys know, you know, this is my job now on YouTube, modification stuff. I love it and it makes me feel so happy and it makes me feel comfortable. When I, like, I've done videos before where I've taken everything out and I look at myself and I hate it. Yes. I'm like, that, it's not me. Like, yeah. this just makes me me. And what, what I find bizarre is people will look at someone who has plastic surgery or boob, like, enlargements or things like that and it's like, it's... It's like they don't see it as modification in some way. It's like, oh, that's just normal and oh, that's fine. You can get have your nose job and get someone to hack yeah. away at your nose yeah. and that's yeah. fine. But then as soon as someone wants to put a couple of bits of metal on their lip, it's like, it's what because, are you doing? That's yeah. insane. It's because it's seen as making yourself ugly in a way. Yeah. I think that that is a very old world view about lots of things. It's like, why would you take a step down on the ladder mm. rather than a step up on the ladder? Half of the problems with transitioning are because people think that women are less than men. So when you transition from male to female, they think you're taking several steps down on the ladder and oh therefore don't God. have to afford you any respect. Yeah. And that comes from both sides. And it's such an anti-humanist approach to life because we are all equal. Yeah. And that's the that's it. That's the hot scalding Assam. There is no nothing else than that. We are all equal. The only thing that we are not equal in is our ideas, which may harm others. Yeah. And that is then that's when the the equality gets taken away because yeah. many people can be cast with that stone, such as psychopaths who want to hurt people like that. You know those. Yeah, sort yeah. Of, so idea ideas can be criticised. I don't think people can be criticised. Yeah. I will say though, I am very, maybe this is slightly petty, but I absolutely love the fact that I am now able to look how I want to look and still support myself. Yes. And again, things could be better, but like- I was, didn't think that's petty. I think that's victorious. There were so many people when I first started getting modifications, constantly, even now I get people saying, constantly going on, you will never find a job. No one will ever hire you. You will be nothing in your life. And now I'm like, I work for myself. I have an amazing job. I have my own boss. I can do whatever the hell I like. And it's just such a freeing experience. And now like, I can just, you know, and piercing's my job. Like that yes. is, I, not, not, I don't pierce people, but like talking about it and doing, you know, realms the lifestyle is my, is my life. And it's such a rewarding feeling now to be like, yeah, bitch, like I did it. You said I couldn't do it, but I've done it now. We shared a beautiful moment on the balcony the last time that I was here, in mm -hmm. which you said, you turned to me and you said, this is all I've ever wanted from life, is a good set of friends, be able to do something that I love and mm -hmm. to live in London. Yeah. The, like, I've made it. And I've. you very rarely hear those sorts of things in life. I think people are so focused on what's next, what's next, yeah. that you don't stop to say, I'm actually at a really good place. Yeah. And hearing that from you made me kind of reassess what I'm doing in my life yeah. as well. It's such a unique position that you're able to do that shouldn't have to be a unique position. Yeah. I think that it is... Setting a precedent because nobody grows without being uncomfortable. Yeah, and for sure. In order for the public's perception to change and to grow, you have to make them uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And what's the one thing you can do without really doing anything that makes everyone uncomfortable? Be visible. But yeah, yeah. Do for what you're sure. doing, live your own yeah. life. As was said in Pose recently, just living your own life is genius. Yeah. Did you ever have piercing anxiety when you first started getting stuff? Yes, because, I still have it now. When I first started getting, I remember when I got my first bar done, and people in Devon didn't have that. When I first started getting that, and I got my lip, because I got a lot very close together. I had like five in the like in the in the space of like five months. I was getting one a month pretty much. I had my lip done, I had a couple of my ears, and I had my industrial, and then I got my wrist and my neck done and stuff. And like, when I started going out, and I would, I would always start to get the stares then. Yeah. It was, you had, you had to kind of like, be like, yes, I am this person, and you have to deal with it, rather than kind of, because when you first do get stuff, you do get nervous, because you, you're not used to people staring at you. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 
people don't realise, like, gawping. Like, most people don't understand what it feels like to be gawped at. Yeah, gawping is, is the word. Yeah. Because it's the difference between someone just taking, like, a casual glance and being like, oh, they have this done, but someone going... And, like, the, so me, me and... And they do the face that you can see out of the corner of your yeah, eye. Yeah. And it's like, ugh. Me and Electra call them the neck snappers because they yes, just snap rubber neckers. They literally are... Oh, is that with rubber neckers? Rubber neckers. So, and it's literally, like, just stare at you. So, like, you have to get used to that. Now I am used to it and, like, I'm, you know, sometimes it gets annoying, but most of the time it's okay. I feel like that now that I'm older, I can tell whether someone's appreciating what I've done or whether someone is like, oh, Scum. my God, still, yeah. yeah. But piercing anxiety when you first start getting stuff is a real feeling, but you yeah. just have to get over that. I think it was also a different a slightly different experience for me because I grew up in Brighton which was a city and quite a heavily modified tattooed city okay. yeah like obviously working in a piercing job I was around it all the time but before I got any piercings so I had waist length pink hair mm, wow, okay with hair extensions and I was getting like those sorts of mods my friendship group was a lot older than me so I was like 16 17 friends with like 19 to 21 year olds. So I was like going clubbing at a very young age and I was going to like goth bars, rock bars. So I was very in with that scene. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like you had that experience oh, in no. Devon. It sounds like your friendship group and the people that you were with and the places that you were going to. All of my were friends not. were like just, this is no shade to them, but just like average people who yes. would, who are now, well, all of them all of them now live like the stereotypical Cis kind head. of like, six, yes, cisgendered, Heterosexual, heterosexual life. There was all of them got babies. What the man goes to work, the woman like. And I live with my grandparents. Like, and I went to like. See, a, that is slightly unusual. Yeah. And I had to. You know, I went to like Christian schools. My, you know, oh, my, I, I my best friend was Christian. It's so, like it was. It was always very much. I was the. The odd one out. The odd one, the weirdo. I, no matter where I went, if we were in a group of friends, if I was with 10 people, I would be instantly singled out from anyone. Yeah. Like there was, there was no hiding me. And. Especially when I started shaving my head. Now, that was a big thing. I was going to say, because that's actually... That's the standout, I think. Because it's it's not that it makes you look harsh, but it gives you a definite look that you can't escape. And I still remember the first time that I wet shaved my head and went to work the next day. And even people who knew me for ages were like, what on earth have you done? Like, that's crazy. And I was like, I have to. I'm losing my hair. I'm not going to be someone who has a receding hairline. Because I kept my hair long for way too long. Um, and I look like a nice jet towards the end of it. And it's not even trying to make a joke, I generally didn't <laughs> I like know. a nice I gem. Like, yeah, ice gem? <laughs> um, and now I'm like, oh, gem, ice gem, yeah. And I, my hair was stupid, so I shaved it off. And at first, it, I was, I was, even I was terrified, because I was like, this is a big difference. To go yeah. from, like, long, spiky hair that was receded to, like, wet, shaved head, like, that was a lot. But unfortunately, there is an association with wet, shaved head people and thugs that, yeah that associate it with a kind of movement that we're not it's not yeah. that great so this is a common yeah. thing that i do get asked and have been told a lot um a lot of people think i'm a neo-nazi um which i could never imagine could you imagine can you imagine me a neo-nazi neo but like like we, we joke but it's a serious thing like people, yeah, people and people people in the street avoid me now that have wet shaved head i don't know if it'll be different when i get a bit older because they're like oh he's an old guy who just lost his hair but because I'm young and I have shaved my head, it looks like I'm, a choice. I look, I look, it looks like a choice. It's I'm constantly asked all the time from people, "Why are you bald?" And it's like, oh, that is that's oh, unacceptable. Because like, imagine if I actually had like, just, like cancer or something, and I had you know radiation or I had alopecia stuff that I don't want to talk about. I don't understand that, but people avoid me in the street a lot of the time, which in some ways I kind of like sometimes because I'm like just like if I'm going for an area that I don't feel too safe around. Yeah. If because I look a little bit more. 
harsher, it kind of goes for benefit. Yeah, 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 like it is yeah. a benefit. It's like a spiky exterior yeah. for like a little toad or something. Um, but I do get a lot of people thinking that I am a druggie. So going on back into like sort of the main topic we talk about, what is, what is, since you've had them and stuff, what has been like your best kind of piercing you've had that you've really enjoyed that's like you were most upset that has mm. disappeared from your life? Hands down, my number one most favourite piercing is my septum. It is my most favourite and... I guess it, it makes sense why you still got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it is really divisive for lots of people because lots of people still think it's acceptable to say you look like a pig yeah. to my face and it's mm -hmm. like, excuse me, this is a decision that I've taken upon myself. Yeah. Go away, smelly Cathy. Oink, oink. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I did used to think that my gestrum was my favourite. So that's like a vertical, a vertical piercing down your centre of your... It's like a vertical medusa. Um, and the lower ball sticks between your two lips. And whenever I look back at my YouTube videos and I've got that in, I'm like, oh, what was I thinking? But I loved it. When I saw that you got it done, I was like, that must... Because I remember when we first met, I asked you a lot of questions about it. Yeah. And like, I saw you have that and I was like, that must be so annoying. It wasn't annoying at all. I used to wear banana bars in it, like curved bars. Um, and I could put a lovely gem in the top and a lovely gem... <laughs> Yeah. The bottom. And I used to really love it. The only problem is that lipstick would like stick to it and it would be awkward. Um, my least favorite piercing that I've ever gotten done, I still regret it to this day, is my lower be belly button. Lower belly yeah, button. Yeah, I didn't know you had that done. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had my lower belly button done. It never healed. Yeah. And it was angry all the time. As soon as I got it done, I remember getting it done and the piercer that I'd done it with, um, she was like the most experienced piercer in the shop. I think it was even her shop that she did it at. Instantly, as soon as the needle went in, I felt overwhelmingly sick. Oh gosh. And she was like, shall I get the bucket? And I was like, <laughs> shall I get the bucket? I was like halfway like, you know when you like grit your teeth and you like deeply breathe in to be yeah. like, I, I just can't be sick on everyone. So I was doing that and I was like, get the bucket. And so she got it for me. Luckily I wasn't, but I was just like lightheaded and awful. And then I remember sitting later on that day going, oh, have I made a mistake? This is awful, I don't like this. And I had it in for two years, and for those entire two years, it just did not heal. We tried changing the piercing jewelry twice, just was not it, sis. Yeah. Absolutely not, I completely regret it. And now I've got like quite a scar. And also, no one ever really tells you just how much it sticks out in your clothing. Oh, okay. It is like, you have something on your but navel. I, I wondered about that with my nipple piercings, because when I found oh, yeah. I was like, is it going to see, because I wear skin tight clothing, this is a little bit more loose, believe it or not, this is loose fitting for mm. me. Mm. And you can, you can see, like, it's, but most of my clothes is like, looks skin, like it's been sprayed skin, on. Yes. So you can always see my nipple piercings yeah. now. When I got my left one done about like, half a year ago, I was like, but I actually quite like that you can see it through now. And then I'm like, why are you looking at my nipples for my face is here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for people who might, I might have heard this already from my last video, but um, my favorite ever piercing that I had that I'm really sad I don't have is my eyebrow piercing. Oh um, yes. You, I loved I, yeah. it. I loved, I was always, always so attracted to men who had eyebrow piercings. Really? Like Jay from Five. I was obsessed oh with him because he, he had his eyebrow piercing. I was always like, like I was like, oh. I was like, and every guy who has eyebrow piercing, I was instantly like kind of like attracted to. It's so, like, I always wanted it done. It's quite a statement piercing though. Again, it has yeah, a lot of culture associated yeah. with it, if you can even call it culture. Yeah, cause like, I mean, I don't know what it's like in other countries, but at least in England, if like, it is a very chavvy piercing. Yeah, and like, back to that conversation of like, you are less than human if you have that done. Yeah. Like, it's not that you're less than human, but you are definitely associated with a certain type of people. Yeah. And those people might rob you. Yeah, <laughs> might rob or you. Or beat you for being, um, you know, um, What's the word? Not hetero. One modification that I absolutely want, but I don't think I'm ever going to be able to get it done, is my tongue split. 
Oh. I've always wanted that done. I've mm. wanted it done for such a long time, but because I can't even get it pierced, I don't think I can get it split. But a split tongue is something that I've always wanted it, and I literally do not care what anyone says to me. I want it yeah. so bad. I think, hasn't it been made illegal now? Yeah, you're not allowed to. I don't think we, were, we have been allowed to for ages. No, I think around the time, do you remember scarification was a thing as yeah. well? Yeah. I think that also is now illegal, isn't it? I'm not sure, to be honest. But I think there was some sort of thing around that time because um, it's technically a surgery. Yeah. But you, it's like an awake surgery that pierce, piercers would do in like half an hour. So yeah. it's kind of a bit extreme. That's like quite far on the extreme Oh, it's an extreme mod of a gay ear for sure. Personally, um, I also love eyeball tattoos. I, I do think, I, 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 think I, I would never beautiful. get it done, but it does look I cool. would love to get that done, but I do not live a lifestyle in which that is in any way conducive to me. Yeah, yeah, and would, that yeah. is a shame yeah. because it's just not. But you I have to. You have to be in a situation where you are self-supportive to get an eyeball tattoo. Yeah. Unless you can manage to find a job that doesn't. And they, they, they would be. They would be quite rare because yeah. that that is again one of these things that's like that really sets you apart from the crowd. Yeah. That's not you know. You can't get eyeball tattoos and be self-conscious. No. You no. have like because you, you we get stares enough to have piercings. When you have black eyes or blue eyes or like whatever color you put in, you th there is no. We and that's forever. Yeah. That and that's never going to change within society. I can't. I cannot no. imagine in 20, 30 years time that becoming a normal thing. That's always going to be something that's very taboo, very niche. niche. Tab taboo is the Even, word. In fact, that's the topic of the whole yeah. today, taboo. So recently, a lot of things have been made illegal when it comes to more extreme modifications. And there's recently been a guy who was called Dr. Evil, um, who was arrested and put in jail for two years because oh, he, he did um, ear pointing surgeries and he did a tongue split um, and some, ha somehow the the people found out because they are illegal things. Um, yeah. What is your view on these extreme modifications and people who get them? And you know, people in society see this kind of stuff as you're insane. Yeah. They think everyone who gets it done has a disorder. They think that it, people are like mental and not mentally like sane. And I find it such a bizarre notion to think just because something's a little bit more extreme that you're, you know, not all there. Yeah. Oh, my tongue split. Yeah. I'm perfectly sane. Like, yeah. I don't mean this to sound insensitive to anyone, but like, I don't have, you know, I don't have any mental, mental illness or anything. And yeah. I've always wanted my tongue split and I'm, you know, quite mentally quite. typical. Yeah. I would like to think that in this kind of a situation, I'm quite libertarian and I'm not libertarian in many other places in my life. So I'm very much of the opinion that it's your body. Yeah. Even if you have the most atypical body or atypical mind, even yeah. if you are me very mentally unwell, your choice is still valid. Yeah. Someone wants to get ear pointing surgery and someone is willing to provide that service. I don't think that anyone outside of that Aside, if that adult, if that person is an adult and is not in, under pressure to get that done, they have sought out this person to do this procedure and this person has a bank of work that looks good and heals well, etc. Yeah. Where's the problem? So what's really funny about this is you can pierce your tongue countless times until it splits, but you can't get someone to split your tongue. Yeah. Like, See, what, this a is weird, where, what a weird thing. So this is where bureaucracy goes slightly into madness because the people writing policies don't know. They're not at the forefront of these things. They don't have advisors that are professionals within the industry. They yeah. They're not being advised. They're being attacked by Betty and Devon who's sending a letter going, how dare the children split their tongues? Yeah. And they're listening to these people. Yeah. I think a lot of this comes back to policymakers are quite out of touch with what's going yeah. on right now. And this is, this is painfully the case in lots of areas in society, yeah. not just body mods, yeah. in banking, in data, in social media. All these things are moving at such a pace yeah. that then when things get legislated, it actually 
harms the industries and harms people's individual yeah, freedoms. Yeah, yeah. It's not that I'm anti-government, because I'm not. I think we do need a sense of government. I just think that the people in the government should be better. I feel like laws and policies should be revisited. I don't think that it should be like, that's that, move on. Never yeah. talk about it again. Yeah. Because as you say, you can pierce your tongue 20 times. And if it splits, wonderful, you've got a new tongue yeah. to split. And you're, you're, Happy you're birthday. allowed to stretch your, you, you can go to a pierce and get them to stretch your tongue until it splits, it's fine. But they're not allowed to perform a tongue split. Absolutely. Like what, and women aren't even allowed to get general piercings anymore. It's is a, that it's, really, it's, is a, that it's illegal in England to get a female genital piercing because apparently it's mutilation and yeah, because women of FGM, and women, which is a different subject. Yeah, and women aren't women apparently can't make a choice. And uh, literally, one of the, the things is because they're being pressured into doing it because of a man. How insane! Well, what is about that? lesbians? How insane! Well, why are guys allowed to get Prince Albert piercings but women aren't allowed to pierce their genitals? Oh. Literally, that's insanity. That's insanity. If people are consenting, I don't understand. Like, I can understand when it comes to amputating legs and stuff and of course there's an issue because oh because this there, stems into like is it transhumanism or is that yeah there are there are some people who go i don't want my leg i think you should take it off I like that I woman just, who blinded herself because she didn't want her vision yeah and the, I, I understand that there are limits and that to me but still she wanted to do it I, yeah, but even Freedom I'm, of choice is still very much like, I know that it is ludicrous for me to about, I'm about to say a sentence that is utterly insane. God. But freedom of choice to exist in a world the way you want to exist if it's not harming anyone else, you should be able to do that. Yeah, and I, the thing is, I, I do think there should be some sort of regulation because um, I knew someone who had body dysmorphia who was doing things themselves and I was like, I do think you... But that, see, so that therefore, they do not have a typical mind. Yeah. I mean, I can understand to a point where it's like, I don't know how to say this without sounding like I'm going insane, but it is just, I value the freedom of choice above lots of other things. And I yeah. think that if you find someone who's willing to do it, for you and you are well versed now that is where in which the um ambivalence is that the word ambiguity okay. ambiguity okay. there's the word so this is where the ambiguity comes in and are they fully understanding what they're doing yeah and i think that is something that's very difficult to actually put into practice i think it's very easy for me to sit here and say the theory is everyone should have a choice and everyone should be allowed to do their choice yeah. but then also, somebody else has to be involved in that choice unless they're doing it to themselves. Yeah. The annoying thing is, like, obviously, recently, again, there was that news story about new crazy trend. People are removing their conches. And it's because this one guy got his conches removed and had it, like, sewn up. And it's, just, it's like my conch removal here. And, and what's the problem with that? Yeah, and so people, 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 then the media was putting out as if like this person was insane, and it's now a new trend that's spreading through all like the youth. What? Wait. No one is is getting addicted to removing their conscious. I no one. That's not a new it's trend. It's such a non-issue. Like, that is focus on the global thermal extermination that's yeah. currently taking place. Focus on the b corrupt banks making everyone so poor they can't live. Like, yeah, it is it's... such a non-issue. And I hate the fact that they make it out as if like, now all these youths are being corrupted and they want to remove their but conscious. But you know why? You know why they do it? Because it's shocking and it gets them attention. It's so it's so crazy and so like, and it, it's just it, to me. And also like people say you've got too many piercings. I'm like, well, where's the limit? Yeah, where what you, where, what number's the limit? Where 12, are you 13? joining the limit? I never understand why people seem to think when you are alternative or different, like they, that they are, get an opinion on they you. get an opinion on your life and how you live it. Like I didn't ask for your opinion when I got this done, so why do I now need to hear your opinion when I've got it done? And I don't understand why people think that. Like I would never go up to someone and be like, why have you done that to your hair? Like, can you imagine? <laughs> but people say that to me all the time. That's ludicrous. I. It's not that I don't care what anyone else thinks, it's that I care what the right people think. Yeah. So, like, if you were to tell me, are you sure you wanted to do that with that? And I'd be like, do you know what? 
I'll have a little think about it. Mm -hmm. Maybe I wasn't so sure. Yeah. But like, if some Betty on the street was like, oh my God, why'd you do that? I'd be like, you are the bag. Yeah, <laughs> be quiet. Leave immediately. I'm not your 13 year old daughter. Mm -hmm. You have no jurisdiction here. Yeah. You have no power here. Yeah. This yeah. house is clean. Yeah. Leave me alone, Betty. It's always someone of a certain age that has a certain air of entitlement the me generation that's like, why have you done that? Somehow it's harming me. It's like, yeah. sweetie, it's not harming you. Move on with your life, you'll yeah, be happier. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. It's all these curtain twitchers from the land before time. Yeah. Did you hear Aggie's got a new man? Honestly, that's what Facebook is filled with now and yeah. that's why it's dying. <laughs> and that's the tea. One thing I always get asked about, which I will eventually start doing is tattoos. Oh yeah. I yes. haven't got any tattoos yet. And I want to get my entire arm covered in like gaming memorabilia. So I want to have like, you, if people know I've got like a Pac-Man belt, a Sonic belt. I want to get like characters all on my arm. And like once I start, I won't stop. So I kind of want to wait until you know, I've, I've got a little bit more money. Clout. Clout. Clout and money. Clout and money to be able to do that kind of stuff so yeah. I can afford it. But like, that's one thing that I really want to get. And I know already like, that's going to be another thing that people will be like, oh, you've gone Gag. too far. But you know what? I think in a weird way, tattoos are less, less extreme than piercings. Yeah, no, and sure. I think it's because unless you really look at a tattoo, you can't always tell immediately what it is. Yeah. Whereas when you see something silvery in someone's face, you know immediately what that is. Yeah, yeah, for I sure. I think it's very standoffish, but that's kind of like the weird balance between both subjects. So we, we, we actually spoke about earlier on about how the plastic surgery seems to be more accepted, but you get a piercing and it's shocking. Yeah. Like, what are you? What, what things do you want for plastic surgery? Because I know you want a few things. I would love to get a nose job. I hate my nose. And people always tell me, but it suits your face. It doesn't matter what people tell me. Like, I've always hated my nose because it's the size of Mount Kilimanjaro. So I've, I've always wanted a nose job. The thing is, people will tell you, as, uh, as soon as you've had this operation and you have something happy that you're completely happy with, people will tell you, oh, that suits you as well. Yeah. Nobody has any idea what suits you until you make it work for you. The phrase plastic surgery, I'm a little bit like, on the cusp about because the things that I don't want in a perfect world I would not call them cosmetic surgery I'd call them reconstructive testosterone was a poison in my body that has affected certain parts to make me debilitated in my mental state yeah so they bring me great unhappiness with the image that I have and it's when I look out of my eyes into the world and not into a mirror I have things in certain places that aren't in those places when I look in the mirror yeah and that is a weird way of me being able to, experience, to explain uh, dysphoria. So dysphoria in like a really, really, really easy to understand way is kind of like you're playing a video game and you can hear enemy music all the time, just softly. And you can't find where the enemy is because yeah. the enemy is in fact that's in yourself. A, that's a really good That is that analogy. kind of uncomfortable feeling yeah. that kind of comes in swathes and goes away. Sometimes you're prepared for it and sometimes it just snipes in late at night and you don't know what to do with yourself. Those are the kind of feelings that I have. So the way that I explain what I want done is in a way of like reversing what something has done to me rather than me being like, ah, oh, I want to pump my lips full of filler because it's pretty. Now yeah, I do yeah. want to pump my lips full of filler because it is pretty, but the, the procedures that I want done are reconstructive. But I do also want some fun cosmetic work. I mean, who doesn't want fun cosmetic yeah. work? That's why we're here. It is body modification because that's well, what it is. Well, it is body modification. This is the so thing. So I have had my hairline reconstructed and I've got videos on my personal channel about that. Um, that was probably a lot of a longer procedure than I first anticipated. Yeah. So if you don't know what that is, that sort of modification, they remove a section of your head at the back, of your head, that yeah. sounds a bit extreme, of your scalp with lots of follicles, and then they implant them at the front or uh -huh. an area where you want to be thicker with hair. That's basically it. You can find out more about that. That was the best decision I have ever made towards removing 
a level of my dysphoria. I yeah. can look in the mirror and have my hair back out of my face. I can get out of pools with soaking wet hair and be like, oh, I have a nice hairline. Something else that I really want is um, facial feminization surgery. Now this is a collection of modification procedures that involve taking several millimeters from bone in certain areas. So I would have my outer orbitals <laughs> removed. <laughs> That's not the word. Like um, you down. have them shaved down. Yeah. I could go into graphic detail, but I'm probably not going to yeah. because you can find out if you really need it. Uh, you can have your, so I need a stage three forehead reconstruction, which is where they would plane down to give me a lovely profile in which my brow bone is uh, smoother with the rest of my face. Yep. And then I would also have the same done to my jaw. And I would also have a silicone implant in my butt chin because that's a very masculine feature. And I have also had Juvederm injections. I've had them done to my lips to make them bigger, and I've also had my nasolabial folds filled uh, to make um, my smile lines softer. So, would you ever consider getting your lips done no. or anything like that? What I, about permanent makeup? Anything? No, I, I never. Do you know? I never understood the whole plumpy lip look. I never. Haven't you? I've. I. That's one thing that I can never wrap my head around. Like, I don't care what you do. You do what you. you know, yeah. You live yeah. a laugh, girl. But I literally am like. I have no idea why someone would want to look like that. Yeah. I've n I just never, never... No breast augmentation? No, not really. What about a BBL? What's that? Brazilian butt lift, darling. No, Get you. lovely butt fillers. That is something that is taking off now that I don't think is... But it's dangerous. Yeah. People die from that. Yes, like... absolutely. Illegal silicone injections, like... There's a really dark side to yeah. body modifications. Even back when I just said, you know, live your life, girl. If it's if it's you making a decision and you want to get it done, but half of the problem with like getting real, like surgical modifications is the cost, and yeah. people try and cheap out. And I love living by the phrase of cheap work don't look good, and good works never cheap. Yeah, you get what you pay for. Yeah, and actually, kind of on that topic, like one the one thing obviously now you know I'm known for reacting to piercings going wrong, and yeah, people, and it's all because people don't want to spend money. Yeah, and they're so stupid, and they're like, oh, I can't, I can't afford it. If you can't afford it, don't you get can't it done. get them modified? Like, if you can't afford it, you can't have it. Yeah, and the amount of horror stories I've heard of like trans people who are transitioning and they end up going to back alley people because they can't. That afford woman who it. was putting cement in people. Yeah, like, I, I, I can't imagine what it must be like to be trans and go to a dysphoria and stuff, but like, don't do that to yourself. Like, I just, I can't imagine what, like, and again, these piercings going on, people going to places using guns and like, yeah. uh, just piercing horrendously. It's like, what are you doing? Like, this is the only problem when it comes to making things illegal, making things harder as well. It because, doesn't stop people wanting it though. No, and people will go to people who are a bit dodgy because it's like, yeah. oh, I can make some if money anything, off this yeah, because I it can... actually alienates the problem. And this goes through loads, you can say this about all sorts of things, even people taking drugs. It's like, yeah. to actually make something illegal forces it underground and in fact makes it kind of worse yeah. in a lot of cases. Because yeah. making something illegal does not stop people from wanting it. Yeah. And will not stop people from we searching out We all do illegal shit every single day. Absolutely, absolutely we do. I know police officers that do illegal shit all the time. Yeah. And it's like, if everything was kind of made a little bit better and perhaps everything didn't quite cost so much, people would make better choices. Yeah. So all in all, I would have to say that I love modification. I don't know what I'm gonna do next. And I think I'm definitely gonna pierce myself some more. I will get tattoos. I probably will at some point will get a Botox. Like there's there's so many different variations of things that I am gonna be getting done. Um, I love my life and I love the way I look. So I don't really care if I get judged too much. Um, Care what the right people think. That's yes, what I have to say I, about that. Again, I'm very lucky that this is my job, so I'm able to look the way I want. My little nugget of um, something to leave on is don't get something done if you're underage yeah. because you're 
thing, whatever it may be, will probably still be growing and you might not necessarily feel the same about it when yeah. you have hit the right age. Um, consult everyone. If you want to go to a piercer and get a certain piercer done, look at their bank of work. Yeah, research. Research, research, research. And good work is never cheap. Yeah. And also don't listen to people who have done dodgy things and it's gone well. I hate it when people say, I got this done with a gun and it was fine. Yeah. You are very lucky. So guys, thank you so much for watching this video. And if you are listening on SoundCloud, thank you for listening. Um, we are going to be trying to put it on iTunes. I need to work out how to do that. Oh, but yeah. we get it. we'll get it there eventually. Um, but One thank day. you for, I hope you're enjoying this new series we've been doing we're, we're stupidly enjoying doing this I uh, yeah, very much so I, I've got a lot of things to say about yeah. a lot of things <laughs> so also if you'd like to suggest any topics you would like us to discuss oh, yeah. please comment down below something you would like us to talk about it's like any and anything is welcome so we will see you very soon thank you for listening thank you for watching hit the like button to really help me out share with all your friends because it really does help the channel out and also it shows that you want more of this um, our social medias are down in the description and in the comment section so go follow us on our bitty witties and we will see you very soon for another fabulous episode of gag, gag of, of the, the millennial